Hello, everybody. Welcome or welcome back to the She Said What podcast with your host, Alyssa Harper. That's me. Today, we're going to be talking about friendships and we're going to be talking about anyone from I don't have any friends and I don't know how to make friendships and I have no confidence to go out and make friends to maybe you have friends, but you don't have deep connections with them and you really struggle to have like real friendships to someone who has too many friends and you just feel like you're always spreading yourself way too thin and you need to organize yourself. So we're going to be talking about all those different perspectives today. I'm going to be bringing you through what I've learned through my friendships and we're going to be talking about how to really prioritize it in your life so that you can have really good quality, long lasting, and just lovely friendships with people. So I hope you enjoy this podcast and let's get into it. Well, I want to start with my very honest thought because it's what spurred me to make this podcast. And the thought was when I was literally trying to write this podcast and think of what I wanted to talk to you guys about friendships and what I've felt in the past, I kept feeling like, oh my God, like I'm such a loser. Like I'm talking about not having any friends or I'm talking about feeling anxious to go and meet someone for a drink and like, why can't I just do like very normal, basic human shit? (laughs) And I felt kind of bad about myself genuinely, but I think I had to kind of step back and be like, no, like Alyssa, this is why you make this podcast. This is literally why you do this because you know that there are people that feel the way you feel. If you're asking certain questions, someone else is asking that question as well. Like you need to be okay with being the one to kind of put yourself out there for the sake of making someone feel heard. And so hopefully I'm not alone in this and there are other people who have felt this way before. And we're going to talk about it because... Like I said in the intro, we're going to talk about, yes, what it's like to, you know, have too many friends that aren't serving a purpose in your life. And then also what it's like to have, you know, some friends with, you know, not a a deep connection, but then also what it's like to have no friends. And my experience in the last few years has always been struggling with really feeling like I didn't have any friends. And I think making friends in your 20s is hard. Some people would disagree, but I think it's hard. And especially for myself who I've moved around, um, you know, a lot, like I've moved to Sydney and then after being here for a a year and about a half COVID hit Sydney and a lot of people went home, like a good five, six people that I was really, really close with left and went back home. Um, probably up to about 10 people that was like, even in my kind of friend group and stuff even went home. And so I've struggled with like not having heaps of friends and having to like rebuild friendships over and over. And so that's kind of like where I'm at with it. But anyways, yes, that's going to be the end there of my very honest thought. I just wanted to share with you guys that hopefully it's not just me because I'm putting myself out there. (laughs) to talk to you guys about this. And we'll go from there into that kind of perspective, first of all. So you don't have friends. Maybe maybe you have one friend. Okay. Maybe you have like not a lot of friends, but you've always wanted to have like a group of friends, like a group of people where you all go out and you have a fun time. And like, you could just hang out at someone's house and have a good time, but you could also like go out and party and have like a fun time. And you want that. And you're looking for that First of all, getting there is never easy. Like 
Yes, you can be someone, I would say the only fast route to this <laughs> is being someone who joins another group of friends, which you can totally do. And I've had that. Like I have a group of girls that I hang out with that I've only recently started hanging out with them because I knew one of the girls in the group and now we all kind of hang out. That's like, you know, an example of that. And that does happen, but that's not always going to be easy for you. Like you might not be able to think of a friend group off the top of your head right now that you want to hang out with that, like you have a connection to, you know? And so if that's, you know, an opportunity for you, then great. I love that for you. But also what you might have to do is to just create friendships with people slowly, but surely, and one at a time. And I think that's kind of like the more realistic route to this, especially if you're someone who struggles with anxiety or social anxiety. I wouldn't be surprised after the pandemic. I think a lot of people feel that, um, like coming out of lockdown and everything, being around groups of people that they all know each other and you're the only one who doesn't know everyone would feel really stressful. (laughs) At least it would for me. And so when it comes to building individual relationships over time, a lot of the time you have to put yourself out there and that is scary. Like it's, it's scary as well. You know, it's same as going out to go see a group. It's also scary, but at least one-on-one you have to talk to them. Like you have to ask questions or you're just going to be talking about yourself the whole time, you know, and you have to engage with them. You have to laugh with them. You have to speak your mind on things because you're talking to just one person. And something that I found has helped me is trying this, but with multiple people. So like going out with one girl for like a coffee on a Tuesday and then going out for a drink with another person on like the Thursday around dinner time and like, rec- like not, not putting all of what's, what do people say? Like all of your beans into like, <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? Not putting it all into one person, not obsessing over growing one friendship, but like just hanging out with multiple different people and kind of like testing the waters. Like think like you're dating someone. Okay. Think like, you know, you're single right now. You're kind of vibing. You're trying to figure out who you want to hang out with. And so you just kind of start seeing multiple kind of random people. Like think that way, because when you put all of your beans, okay, I don't want to keep saying this, but your beans into like one person, (laughs) then it is like devastating if something happens. Like they leave or they go home or they kind of are distant from you or they get busy and they don't see you anymore. Like that, that just puts you back at square one. Okay. First of all, I just looked it up. I just literally paused this so I could go look it up and it's eggs in one basket. There's no beans. I don't know what I'm on about with the beans, but please just ignore that. Just listen to what I was saying. Ignore the beans. The reason this has helped me specifically hanging out with multiple people is first of all, it gives you practice with being in different social situations and seeing different people because it can be like very intimidating and scary to go do this in the first place. And then if you don't have a nice time and you don't really like the person that much, or they don't like you, or you just feel like it didn't go very well, you're going to feel so discouraged. Whereas if you do it with multiple people, you might go, oh, wow, I really liked hanging out with this girl on Monday. Didn't really like hanging out with that girl on Thursday very much, but like maybe I'll hang out again with the girl on Monday. Does that make sense? Like not to be, you know, rude or whatever, but like that's going to happen. Going and hanging out with new people, you're not always going to like them. Like, and they might not always like you. 
And that's fine. That's like any any date you would go on with someone, you don't always like the person. That's why you go and hang out with them in the first place. So be okay with seeing multiple people kind of at one time, and then you have an option to, to kind of compare it off of, and you have like... I don't know how to explain this. Like you, you have more options and you can see what went well and what didn't go well. And you can actually grow from there. It's not like you go hang out with one person, doesn't go well. And then you just like, are like, okay, great. It's my fault. I don't have any friends and I suck. And from here, if you then go out with someone and you really enjoy their company, definitely make the effort to hang out with them again. Like if you leave that hangout being like, I'm a better person because of that. I'm having a better day because of that. Like, I learned something in that conversation that I enjoyed learning, that kind of thing, then make the effort to hang out with them again and do it like soon enough and make sure that people feel like, um, like you really enjoyed hanging out with them. Like even messaging and being like, Hey, I really enjoyed seeing you today. Like we should hang out again, like, you know, in the next week or so. And just, you know, don't be weird about it, but try to just be friendly and make sure that they feel appreciated if you really enjoyed it and hang out with them again. And then I would say from there, if you hang out again and you're starting to build that friendship, like that's amazing. And I would say the only thing from there that you'd really kind of struggle with when it comes to obviously just the start of this relationship is if they're not equally putting in um, effort as well. And that's another thing that I think I would see in my friendships and I would like overanalyze because I'd be like, Oh my God, like they're not messaging me. They seem to not want to hang out. And like a lot, I would make it, I would make a lot of like assumptions around people not wanting to hang out with me. And so I would make the effort to just not assume anything, just always assume the best in people and to assume that they're just busy or they're stressed or they're doing something, whatever. And I'm not saying to be a doormat, but I'm saying to give people grace, especially at the start of relationships where you just don't know, you don't know how people work. Like maybe you have a friend in general who they're really bad at texting, but you know that about them. So you don't really care about it. But if it's at the start of a relationship, like what if you just never got close to that person because they're bad at texting? Like it's a silly thing to not become friends with someone with someone over. So my advice is to do your best to continue to communicate with that person and to build that friendship. I would say my last little tip on that when it comes to going and sitting with someone, if you're someone that's anxious, try to make sure that it's in a space where you know you're gonna be more comfortable. Like don't go to a restaurant where you have to sit up really proper and you have to dress really nice and you have to like wear heels when you don't normally wear heels, you know, don't try to not be yourself. Like don't try to be someone around that person, be yourself, put yourself in a situation you would normally go to. Like if you normally go to the beach, go to the beach with that person or go on a walk with that person or go for a coffee with that person. Like there are so many ways to be, um, showing that you're putting an effort with someone and finding a place to communicate without having to make it this big thing. And then also don't commit like a whole day to it. Like don't commit to go on some eight hour excursion with someone like plan for it to be anywhere from like an hour to two hours. So you can just suss it out. And if it sucks, you can leave and it's not going to be, you know, it's not going to take up your whole day, but 
also you have space to be able to go and do something after like, oh, I've had a really nice time. Do you want to go on a walk now? Or do you want to go do this thing now? Or whatever, you know, you're thinking, wow, I feel so much more prepared to go do that now. This is amazing. But where do I find someone to go out with? Like, who is this person that I'm meant to be going for coffee with? That's a great question. And I'm going to answer that now. So basically there are many ways to do this. You likely have people that are acquaintances, okay? Unless you work from home and you are currently in lockdown and you had no friends before lockdown and you do not have a partner and you have very little family, like you, which is, I hope that's not you. I really hope that's not you. I'm so sorry if it is. Um, but if it's not, then you likely have acquaintances in your life. And there are people that you can reach out to, like people that you work with that every time you go to work, you actually really enjoy their company is a great example. Or someone who is a friend of a friend that you've thought, oh, they look like someone that you know, I could be friends with, or, you know, someone that you see at the gym all the time that you have these random chats with, but you've never thought to go and hang out with them outside of that situation. It's about looking at the contexts that you already have around you where you like the people there, but you just haven't taken it a step further. So try to think right now of someone that you work with or someone that you know that you have never hung out with them alone, but you actually genuinely really enjoy their company, that's a great person. That's a great person to start with because especially because it's not like you're meeting them for the first time. Like guys, I have done this where I've literally met a girl on Instagram and then we've met up in person for the first time in person. And I don't even, I don't know what their voice sounds like. I don't know how to pronounce their name. I don't know. Like I have done it from there, okay? So if I can do that, me having like social anxiety half the time in these situations, if I can do that, you can do it with someone you kind of know, okay? You can do it. (laughs) Go and message them message, you know, on Instagram, maybe reply to one of their stories. Ha ha, that's so funny. We should hang out sometime. Boom. Easy, okay? You can do it. There's always a way and you just got to put yourself out there. I know it seems scary, but you can do it. Okay, let's move on. Sometimes we get ourselves into friendships where we know we like the person and we know we're friends with the person, but we don't really talk about anything with that person. Like you don't actually know about that person's life and like what they care about and what their dreams are. And you know what they do because when you talk, it's like, I was doing this. And they're like, wow, that's amazing. And maybe you gossip about people and maybe that's basically it, but you don't really talk like about things that matter. What you want to (laughs) do is make sure that you are putting yourself, like kind of like what I said earlier, but you're putting yourself in situations where you can actually have those conversations. A lot of the time, our friendships don't progress because of context, not because that person isn't there. And yes, you get people who are like emotionally unavailable and won't talk to you about stuff ever and are like very closed off, but it's not actually as common as like you'd think. Like people talk about people being emotionally unavailable and whatever. And I find that happens a lot in like dating relationships, but in friendships, generally people are wanting to lean on each other. Like people need community and that's quite built into us as humans, whether you want to believe that's 
a spiritual thing or an evolution thing or whatever you want to believe. Like we need people, we need other people and we need to rely on other people. And you know, it's, it's just true. And people generally want that. Even if they don't say they want friends or like, Oh, even people who say, I don't need friends. Like people need friends. Okay. People need people. So be the person to help someone else find those people and see that you have value. That's another huge one that I think I needed to realize is that I'm actually a valuable friend. Like I have stuff to offer in a friendship. And if you really struggle with self-confidence, then you might not think that like you might not genuinely believe that about yourself. So when you're sitting here thinking, okay, so I messaged this person to hang out with me, but then in the back of your mind, you're just thinking, oh my God, but why would they want to hang out with me? Like that's where we need to go deeper. And we need to actually talk about those things and work on those things. Like what do you think you offer in a friendship? And if you don't know, sit down and write it down. I, I am challenging you right now. Do that. Do it after you've done this podcast or whenever you can, put it on your to-do list to sit down and write down, first of all, what do I have to offer in a friendship? And that can be so many things. That can be that you are genuinely like knowledgeable in something and you have information to share and like you're interesting to talk to. That could also be that you are just very supportive and you're like a really good, um, yeah, like supportive friend or like you're a really good like wingman, like that kind of vibe. It could be that you take a lot of time for people and you have a lot of time available in your schedule to be with people, which is actually kind of rare in general. Um, it could be that you have like something that you really care about that someone else might also really care about. So say you're like me and you're really into health and like wellness and fitness and all that stuff. And you see that someone else might also be into that. You guys could bond over that thing. So figure out what those things are for you. Or if there's something that you want to bond over something with, with someone. And I know this seems so basic, but it's genuinely helpful. I'm telling you, like this can be very helpful for you. So yes, think about what you have to offer. And then the other thing I want you to write down is what you are looking for in a friend. And this might be basically all the things you have written down for you. Like, oh, I'm very trustworthy. I want someone else who's trustworthy. Or it might be, I'm interested in this thing and I want someone who's interested in this thing as well. But it also might be things that you are lacking. And this is when friendships I find grow so quickly and I see it, I see it in myself. I see it in other friends that I have when they talk about their friendships. I see it in my husband's friendships. Like I see this all the time is when people find people who support them in ways that they can't support themselves. Oh my God. Like that is like glue for people because like I said earlier, people need people. Like we need community. We need people to rely on and we need people who can give us clarity when we don't have it and people that can help us with things that we aren't um, very good at. And I think that's a really cool one. So think about those things as well. Try not to just write off this second part of the task I'm giving you, the homework I'm giving you. Try not to write it off and to just be like, well, it's everything that I am because um, you're not perfect. Sorry, you aren't. You're not perfect. And it's good to look for things that can also complement you as well. Saying this, I want to remind you guys that one person, one friendship is not going to fill every void, if you will, every want, every need that you have in friendships. 
So I might have one friend who I love going to the gym with and going to get like a smoothie with and talking about health stuff with. Like I might have a friend for that, but this friend might know nothing about relationships and I never really talk to them about my relationship because that's just not something that they provide for me in that friendship. But that's perfectly fine, you know? And you're not gonna provide everything for one person either. It's actually the same in like loving relationships. And even I see this in my marriage with Sam is a great example. Like there are things that, I would way rather talk to someone else about, wait, talk, talk with someone. Yeah. Talk with someone else about rather than talk about it with Sam, because he might not care about that thing. And you can't expect one person on this planet to fulfill all of those needs. Again, that's why we need community. And I think it's so important to just reiterate this all the way home today that you guys need people. You need people. So even if you're like, Ugh, I only have like a friend and it's fine and we fight and whatever, you know, I don't need any other friends. Like you probably do. Like you probably do. Maybe you don't need it, but it might really increase like your quality of life. So why wouldn't you? But yes, like I said, one person is not going to fill, fulfill all of that. And people aren't always consistently like themselves, like year round. And I think that's really important to point out after the whole pandemic and everything that's happened. And the fact that it has changed people, like people have come out the other side with different goals whether it is more clear on what they want or they it's completely not clear at all anymore people have come out with anxiety and depression and things that are negative that feel like they have been tacked onto their life people have come out with different jobs potentially with different relationships like people are going through it so if you feel like you're always the problem you're likely not always the problem everyone is kind of going through some stuff right now and again I've just seen that a lot in Sydney. I don't know. Maybe it's different other places, but I feel like everyone's kind of just getting back into things and it's okay if some people are off right now. So again, just really try not to judge, like try not to judge the people that you are getting close with or you're rekindling your friendships with because things have changed and you need to have grace for people as much as you want to be like, okay, is this person consistent? Is this person like wanting to build into me as well? Is this person supportive for me and kind to me? Um, you also don't want to be like, is that person the best friend ever? And are they going to support me until I die? Like you need to be chill. (laughs) You need to give people some space. Um, and to understand, yes, that it is a friendship and likely that person has other friends as well and other spaces that they want to build into. And it's okay for you to not be their number one priority all the time. And it's okay to have balance in life and you need that. And so do they. This is kind of my last little comment when it comes to talking about having a lack of friends. But generally in movies and in TV and stuff like that, we see that friendships look like they are so effortless. Like 
it's like the main character has a best friend and even though their marriage is crazy, they always have their homegirl that they can run to, that they've been friends since kindergarten and they somehow still live in the same little neighborhood and, you know, BFLs, BFFLs for life. Like, that's the thing. And I think a lot of the time we just assume that friendships should be easier. And this is actually a conversation I had the other day with one of my friends. Is She was saying to me, like, it's really hard because... Sometimes I feel like when my friendships like cause issues in my life, like if there's a fight with someone or there's any kind of inconvenience, it like makes me more upset. But if like a guy were to do that to me, like if a, a guy were to cancel on me or if I were to have a fight with some guy that I was seeing, I would think it's normal. Like I would be like, yeah, you know, relationships are hard. Communication is hard. I need to work on that with him and that's okay. I need to communicate with him. And, you know, we got over the fight and we've moved on. And she was saying how it's interesting that she will do that with guys and she gives all those allow- allowances and she recognizes that fr- like relationships are hard when it's with, you know, some dude. But when it's with one of her good like girlfriends, she isn't able to kind of like do that as well. Like she doesn't see the value in it or like she isn't able to move past it. She's like, oh, like you're my friend. You're supposed to support me. You're supposed to be that person for me. But it's like, yes, and but no, because people are just people and you're not always going to have these perfect, flawless relationships with people. But I also don't blame her for feeling that way or thinking that way because that's, again, what you see a lot of the time in, I want to say in society, but it's not truly. It's in um, like representations of society when it comes to what we like watch and you know what we hear. And it's just, it's hard. Like It's hard when you compare yourself and you feel like you don't have anyone, but everyone else has someone. And social media obviously makes that worse as well because then you see people after a weekend posting with all their friends and they're like on a boat or they're all going out drinking and having a great time. And you're like, Oh, like I don't have that. Like, where is that for me? Um, but half the time these people might've just gone out for an hour, gone out for a drink and they barely know these people. Like you don't have any idea. I'm not saying that's the case every time, but I'm just saying you have no idea. So really try not to compare your friendships and your kind of friend group in your situation, um, to other people's friend groups. And also understand that like, the fighting and all that kind of stuff that might happen in your friend group if you do have heaps of friends, um, happens everywhere. Like it's not just you guys. It's not like every other group is fine and they're all like wellness, hee hee, chilling, like having their their smoothies and like nothing's gone wrong. Like stuff happens. Stuff happens everywhere. <laughs> okay, I want to move on a little bit just to if you do have some friends, you know, if you do have a few friends, um, which we've slowly already worked into this a little bit, but if you do have some friends, but you just feel like you don't have deep friendships with people and it, it makes you feel alone because you hear this a lot that people feel lonely, even if they have friends. And even if you're in a room full of people, you still feel alone. And that's actually a really, really common like phenomenon and a really common feeling. And it's a big part of like the whole human experience. And so I wanted to touch on it and to basically, first of all, recognize recognize that that's normal and don't feel like you're some psycho for feeling that way or that you're not being um, grateful enough because that's not true. It's very normal, but there are actually ways to kind of address that. I think one of them is first of all, looking inward and asking yourself, where is that actual feeling coming from? Because it could be a thing that instead of it being that you and your friends aren't very close, it 
could be that you have things within yourself where you're not confident and you don't think you have a lot to offer and kind of what we were talking about before where you really actually need to look inward and genuinely be like, oh, like I'm not confident in myself. I feel lonely within myself. I have my own stuff going on and it's actually not my friend's fault because it's not that they aren't trying to get close to me. It's that I'm not even there and willing to let anyone get close to me. So that's just something I wanted to throw in. Hopefully that didn't touch anything too personal for you. I just wanted to bring it up in case that's a thing because the main thing that I wanted to touch on is that potentially you have friends, but you guys don't have deep relationships and kind of how you can grow that. One big part of that, like I said earlier, is situational and it has to do with context. So get yourself into a situation where you can actually talk to these people. Like maybe you have a group of friends that you go out with every weekend, but you're like not close with them. And like you want to be, you know, you want to be able to like have real chats with them and like have people to lean on when stuff happens. You're not just like calling your mom all the time, but like you feel like you can't because like you actually don't really know them that well. Like even if you just had some pre drinks before you went out every time with these people so that you could make the effort to have chats with these people, that would be so helpful. And that changes everything. Or, you know, finding one person in that group that you really gravitate towards all the time. And then doing what I said earlier, which is basically doing all the steps of what I said earlier, if you don't have any friends, because it's almost like you don't have any friends. You just have people that you hang out with all the time. Um, going and asking them to hang out and making an effort. And again, it should be even easier because they're not some random person. They're not even necessarily an acquaintance, but an acquaintance. Yeah right? Yeah. They're definitely like a friend of yours. You just want to get get closer to them, which I think would really help and would be such an easy, like fast way to get there and to build that kind of friendship and that friend group out. Another thing that might be happening here is that you have a friend group and you've tried to get close to people in the friend group, but there's just so many things you don't like about the way that these people function. A lot of the time this happens when someone joins a big friend group, like what I mentioned earlier. Like if someone, you know, joins a group of friends, there's already like six of them. And then you're like the seventh that's just kind of tacked on in the last six months or whatever. A lot of the time this happens where you start to then realize like, wait, I actually don't like these people that much. Like I'm hanging out with them because I want friends and I want to go out on weekends and I want to feel like I have people, but I actually don't like the way they do their lives. I don't like the mindsets that a lot of them have. I don't think it's positive. I don't like being around it. I never leave these hangouts feeling like good about myself or feeling inspired. Like what the heck is going on? That might be that you kind of need to look for new friends. And Sometimes that's almost a worse position in being in than to, hello, what am I saying? I need to learn to speak. I swear today it's just not happening, but I'm trying my best. I promise you getting into a situation where you have a bunch of friends, but you actually don't like them can feel a lot harder than having no friends because at least when you have no friends, you know, you need to go make friends. Whereas if you have a bunch of friends, it's so easy to stay and like be complacent. And of course it's the same with relationships. If you're comfortable, even if you know the relationship is probably not going to work out eventually and it's going to end eventually. And you know, you don't want to be with that person long-term, you still stay in it because you know, it's easy and it's comfortable and you like the idea of being in a relationship. It can be the exact same thing with friendships. You like the idea of having friends. And so even if you don't respect most of the people you're around and you don't really vibe with them and it's like not really your crowd anyways and you know that you still stick around because they're just there and I think 
as much as they can be filler and you might still enjoy some of the time you spend with them. Like, what are you growing? You know, what are you building? And that's when, of course, you then want to go back to step A, like I've said earlier, which is to go and start to build those friendships from the ground up. And that might be going to hang out with one of those people, like I said, you know, more seriously and seeing if you do like them or going and trying to hang out with someone completely different. And if that you know, feels like it might offend your friend group or it might feel like it's stepping out of the box, then do it. F them. Like you need to find people that are going to make you feel loved and supported and people that are genuinely going to help you build who you are and what you're trying to do with your life. So it's okay. Be a little selfish if you need to. Step out and do something and and shake things up and freshen up your life. I said this in the last podcast, but it's really interesting. I was looking at this study and it was talking about um, basically people who feel lucky or people who are quote unquote lucky and how they are genuinely more successful because it's about how they see themselves. And one of the like takeaways from the study was one of the things you should do is once a week, do something that you don't normally do. And I think one of those things can definitely be going and hanging out with someone that you would never normally hang out with because new situations create new opportunities. And as much as you might be comfortable with the same friends and the same people and whatever right now, like it might not be serving you as much as the person next door could. And I'm not saying to just go and take from people, like definitely build into people. And you know, you're not going to sustain any friendships for a very long time if you're constantly taking, but like, like I said before, be a little selfish in the sense of it's okay to turn down some, you know, hang out for friends that you see all the time to try to hang out with someone new. That's actually okay because it might present something completely new and fresh to you. And you will look back and you'll be like, thank God I made the effort with this person and I didn't just stay complacent. And now I want to talk about if the issue is potentially you, (laughs) which is not really the best one for you to hear. I mean, it is, but like, it might not feel that nice. And I kind of touched on it already. So don't worry. I'll be soft. I'll be gentle. But like I said earlier, if you feel like you are not available to people, people might not want to grow relationships with you. If every time you start to have a chat with someone about something that makes you feel uncomfortable and it's not something that genuinely should make you feel uncomfortable. Like, yes, if it's something that's touching on like a subject that's genuinely like triggering for you or whatever, yes, you can say something and be like, I don't want to talk about this. But if it's just something that is confrontational and you never want to talk about it, it's likely that people won't want to build relationships with you because Often people want to grow trust. And if you're not willing to share anything about yourself or to let people in, no one can feel like they can trust you. And that's not an easy person to build a friendship with. And if that's a struggle for you, I think recognizing that is just the number one thing. And then figuring out how you can become more vulnerable to people. And I'm not going to go like fully into this right now. And we could totally do an episode on this, but like, how to become more and more comfortable in yourself for the sake of your relationships with others is a huge thing. And just in general, like what I just said, having confidence in yourself affects your relationships. How you feel about yourself affects what you bring in relationships. If you don't think that you have a lot to offer, but you learn something really interesting 
in a conversation, you might not share it because you might be thinking, oh, why would they care about that? When that might have been an amazing conversation starter. So if you don't have that original kind of confidence in yourself and you're not actively trying to build that, then you're actually hurting your friendships and your relationships because of it. And I don't fully believe that you have to, like the whole, like you have to love yourself before you can love someone else. Yes. Like I think that's somewhat of a thing. I think that you can still fall in love with someone or start a friendship when you're down and when you're not, you know, having the best time or you're struggling with something. I think that's definitely possible. When Sam and I started our relationship, it was when I had my worst anxiety in my life and I was having panic attacks all the time and I was a mess. So I would never say to someone, oh, don't try to date someone or don't try to come up, like don't try to get new friends unless you're ready for it because I think that's kind of BS. But at the same time, I think that it's a lot easier to grow a friendship with someone who is going to be there ready to build into the friendship as well. And I think that's that anyone could kind of agree with that in general. So yes, make sure that you're making the effort to first be there for yourself so then you can be there more and more for other people and find ways that you can be an even better friend to people. And I wanted to talk just quickly about love languages because Love languages is something that we normally talk about when we talk about like love relationships. I I keep calling it that or like, you know, relationships, marriages, whatever, that kind of thing. That's when we talk about love languages, but it's really actually helpful to know your friends' love languages because if you do, you can understand what really makes them feel appreciated and everyone wants to feel appreciated. Everyone wants to feel cared for and thought about, but different things will make different people feel that way. So if you have a friend and every time you go for coffee, you're constantly paying for their coffee and their meal and you're buying them things, but they don't really care about like gifts as a love language, but what they really appreciate is words of affirmation, but you're never asking them about their life and you're never encouraging them or telling them about all the amazing things that you think that they have in them. And you're not doing that, then your friendship is likely not going to be very good or it just has so much more potential to grow. So that is one thing I really wanted to just encourage you guys to do. If you have a few friends right now in your life, ask them about their love languages or think if you can maybe think about them. If you've, you know, if you can think of a time that they were so grateful or so excited about something or they were so happy you made them cry, what did you do? And genuinely try to follow those things up because we definitely do it sometimes. Like, you know how, you know, naturally, if you see someone that really appreciates something, you're going to go, oh, cool. I appreciate that. Well, maybe I'll do that again, but do it as intentionally as you can be because people get busy, things happen, and it's easy to not do things intentionally. It's like easy to step back and to just be like, oh, these things are going to work themselves out. Like I said earlier, we kind of do that with friendships, even though it doesn't really make sense. Try as best as you can to genuinely make the effort to learn about people so that you can be a good friend to them. And honestly, you can take so many things from the podcast that I did with Sam, my husband, where we talked a lot about conflict resolution. And I think that's another thing that I could kind of touch on here, give you like a little summary, but basically we talked about things in kind of fights and conflicts to never say to each other. One of them is don't say never and always, like you always do this, you never blah, 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 because that's likely not true. It's almost always not true, which this is the only time I'm going to use that word, is because you know, sometimes people can be lazy or they can be annoying, but they're not always lazy and always annoying. Like that's not factually true like 
always. That's never, that's never true. It's never true. So try as much as you can to not say those words, to obviously not raise your voice, to not be petty, to not just say things over text and like send rude emojis. And do you know what I mean? Like, don't be petty. If you want to grow a relationship, don't give them reasons to not want to like get into conflict with you because sometimes you need to be in conflict. Sometimes you need to talk about things that are hard. And a lot of the time people just think, oh, wow, we don't fight. So we have this amazing relationship. That might not be true. You might never fight, but you also might never talk about anything that matters. So like what kind of friendship is that? What kind of relationship is that? You know, so make the effort to be able to talk about the hard things and to do it in a way that is civil. And if you want to learn more about that and that's an interesting conversation for you, go listen to the podcast that I did with Sam because I'm not going to get too into it, but that is another one is conflict resolution and communication are things that you need to grow in personally to be better in relationships. Okay. I think I'm kind of done talking about that. I just want to quickly talk about if you've ever been in a situation where you almost have too many people on the go and you like overbook yourself and you're stressing out about it, which I have had seasons like this. So I can relate a little bit, but this isn't like as common. And it, I would say it normally happens when you're first starting something like you've just started school and you've just met all these people or you've just started a new job or it's like usually in a transition is where this happens, where you suddenly start making plans with all these people and then you are forgetting the plans. You're not organized. You're waking up late and then you have to cancel on people and you're becoming this like not reliable person because you almost have too many people on the go. I think in that situation, what I needed to do, at least when I was in this situation, is to figure out who I wanted to prioritize and stick to it, genuinely. And I know that it sounds a little bit weird, it sounds a little bit calculated, and I don't want it to sound like that, but asking yourself, like, okay, here are the seven people that I really, I really have been enjoying time with and I've been spending time with. Who do I actually want to build a friendship with? Who is potentially going to stay in this area for a while, which is like something I had to do living in Sydney and having people leave constantly. I had to stop becoming really good friends with people who were moving across the world within the next six months because it was horrible. Like I would just lose friends all the time. And as much as like they were still amazing friends when we were friends, like I would keep finding myself back at like ground zero or like start, you know, the starting position. And I'd have to just start from there all over again. And it was so annoying. And so I had to make those boundaries for genuinely for myself. I had to. So do that. Ask yourself, like, who can I build into? Who do I want to become really good friends with? Who that also fits with my lifestyle? Like I might see them around. It's not like a really far drive to hang out with them all the time. And then ask yourself who you want to prioritize and like write it down. I have made really good friends by doing that. And again, I don't want it to sound weird. And I really hope that this podcast doesn't come off as like weird because I'm really trying my hardest. (laughs) But write down like four people's names or even three people who, whatever you have time for, whatever your capacity can handle, even whatever your social capacity can handle, what's not going to be tiring for you socially, write that down, plan to hang out with those people and go from there and really make an effort with those people. 
because sometimes you spread yourself too thin and then you're kind of friends with a bunch of people. But then again, you get in the situation where you don't have close friends, like a close relationship with anybody. And then you don't really have anyone to rely on when you're struggling. So and you, you, you realize that when you're struggling, like when something happens and you feel like you have no one to tell and you're like, like, I thought I had friends, like what the hell's going on? Like that's when you notice. So try to get yourself in a position where you can set yourself up in a cushy little you know, situation with a few friends who you love dearly and you can fight with and you can create long lasting relationships with. And that's the goal. I also want to acknowledge that I'm doing this from my perspective of, I want to have healthy, long lasting, close relationships. That's what I want. And that might not be what you want. And that might not be what everyone wants. Some people are perfectly happy to be very close with say their husband or their partner or whatever. And then to have like a bunch of acquaintances, people they hang out with, but they don't need to be their best friend. Some people are genuinely cool with that. And I think that's also another thing to recognize. If you're constantly feeling frustrated because this person doesn't want to become close with you and what am I doing wrong and why don't they want to hang out with me? They might just not be someone who's prioritizing friendships right now. Some people prioritize their job. Some people prioritize their studies or a project or they're like working, yeah, working on something like writing a book or doing something like that where they get caught up and they're not prioritizing new friendships. So do as much as you can to step back and have perspective and to understand that not everyone is the same as you. You might not even be the same as me in the situation where you want close people. You might just want a big wide net of friends that you can hang out with whenever, but you don't have to stay committed to them and the plans that they want to make all the time. And that's also fine. Like that might be what you want and you need to do what works for you and what is going to support your life well. Like you might find a close knit friend group that has plans every weekend to be way too overbearing and that doesn't work for you. And again, that's fine. And that's, you know, do whatever you want, but just try to have perspective. If you are trying to build friendships with with other people that not everyone wants what you want in general as well. I'm trying to think if there are any other main things I want to share about this topic, because I think I'm pretty much at the end. I just wanted to say one other thing though, that I've just thought of is staying open constantly. Whether you are you like you have no friends or you actually are really confident and comfortable with your friend group, still stay open. Because like I said earlier, there are opportunities in new friendships and being around new people and being good at staying open and just like chatting with people that you don't even know that well or barely even know at all is a really good habit and is honestly just friendly as well. And I think one way that you can definitely connect with more people, even if that doesn't mean you're becoming their best friend, but you're making more connections and almost like getting to the point where we're talking about like networking, staying open and talking to people. So you go to work, you say hello to everybody, even if you're not friends with all those people, say hello to everyone. Make the effort to look up from your phone screen and to smile at someone. When you're walking past someone, if you go, oh, I think I know them, going like, oh, hey, just a little hello. You don't even have to stop walking. Just a little hello. Or if you see someone a few times over and over at the gym saying like, just having a little chat with them. Like, you know, don't be annoying, but like make the effort to just stay open and be more friendly. And I think our like, current society, the way we are, we aren't very friendly. You know, when you walk past an old person on the street and they say good morning and it makes your little heart melt, like 
we need to be like that as much as we can. And we need to bring that back because I like, I don't want to get too much into this whole Gen Z conversation, but a lot of people look at Gen Z and think, wow, they're obsessed with themselves. They're on their phones. They're whatever. Gen Z sucks. Like what is this generation? And I don't want to like shit all over the whole generation. I think that's ridiculous. I think the next generation is like the future and we need to build into it, not tear it down. And also there are amazing things about Gen Z. So many younger people these days are so much more intuitive, so much more self-aware. They are a lot more open about talking about things like mental health. They're a lot more accepting. They are a lot less racist, a lot less homophobic. Like they are a lot less fat phobic and they are a lot more accepting of others and people's disabilities and people's, um, yeah, mental health issues and things that would cause them issues in life. They have a lot more grace for people and it's only growing. And I think there are so many amazing, amazing things about this generation and the people that are coming up. But at the same time, there is a big disconnect. I think a lot of the time because of social media, and this is a whole conversation, it could be due to so many things, but we know that's true. Like when it comes to day to day, like going and ordering something, people are much more likely now to be nervous ordering something at a restaurant than they used to be. Like that used to just be very normal. And now it's like social anxiety is talked about a lot more. And especially after lockdown, and not being near a lot of people, there are a lot more people who struggle with regular basic human interaction, me being one of them. And I just think it's really important to recognize that it's all of us. It's not just you, it's us as a generation. And we need to be a part of solving this and being a part of the group of people that are trying to still keep up with like good, regular, basic human interaction and looking up from your phone and smiling at people and saying hello and still being friendly and kind. And that's going to open more doors for you than you could ever imagine just genuinely being kind. (laughs) And if that's something you struggle with, then maybe that's where you start. (laughs) And that's basically now I think everything I want to say about this whole subject. I hope you guys liked this podcast. I know I just kind of through a whole bunch of like what I think about this topic at you at once. And normally my podcasts are much more structured. So if this is the first one you're listening to, then today was very relaxed. And some of the other ones are very structured and informational. And I talk about different studies and I swear I actually get into it a little bit (laughs) more like intricately. But today I just want it to be honestly just relaxed and for you guys. And for those of you that have messaged me saying like, I really struggle to make friends. Like, I don't know what it is because I like, I, I think I'm nice and I try, but I'm struggling. And I just wanted to be able to talk to those of you that have said those kinds of things that struggle with confidence, that struggle with the image that you have of yourself and struggle with social anxiety. And I just wanted to really tap into that and give you guys like genuine practical advice of things that have helped me and things that I wish that people would have shared with me and to just stand alongside you guys and to tell you like, look, it's Okay. If you feel like you don't have anyone, it's okay if you have people, but you still feel alone. Like you're going to go through all these things in life and you're also going to come out of all of these things in life. And you're going to look back and you're going to think, wow, I'm so happy. I made the effort to make friends and to do this and to do that. And you are going to come out the other side. 
So I just wanted to encourage you and I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. If you did, let me know because it was very different to the other episodes and it would just be good to know what you guys like. You can do that by messaging me on Instagram, which is Alyssa Taylor Harper. If you don't follow me over there already, a lot of the time for the podcasts, I'll talk on my story about what I'm going to be talking about. So you guys can like have a say and you can answer questions or ask questions. And it's actually really helpful um, that it actually brings this really cool community feel to the podcast which I love. And if you guys want to follow, please follow on Spotify um, and over on Apple Podcasts as well. And if you want to give an Apple Podcasts review, that's always amazing. I really appreciate it. And honestly, you guys share the podcast on your stories all the time and you guys are so supportive already. So again, just thank you so much for that. And I hope you guys have a lovely rest of your week and we will talk next week. Bye guys. Bye.